We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Virus cases jam hospitals. Patients keep on coming every single day. Presidents push for schools. We want to get them open quickly, beautifully in the fall. Book details from Trump relative. She describes a man with sociopathic tendencies. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. A record 60,000 coronavirus cases were reported in the U.S. yesterday. The totals now are on 3 million since the pandemic began. Our coverage begins with CBS's David Begno in Miami. We are seeing a significant increase in the amount of COVID cases. This is Dr. Sergio Seguera. He is the chief medical officer at Baptist Hospital in Miami. He worries that South Florida's hospitals may be overwhelmed. ICUs at more than 50 Florida hospitals are now at capacity. On Tuesday, Florida recorded its highest ever percentage of positive coronavirus tests. But Florida's governor downplayed concerns. And the fact of the matter is the mortality rate for people who are hospitalized now is lower than it was um, in March. Listen to what Dr. Anthony Fauci said about that. It's a false narrative to take comfort in, in a lower rate of death. There's so many other things that are very dangerous and bad about this virus. Texas reported 10,000 virus cases yesterday. Many big city hospitals are jammed, and doctors and nurses say supplies of protective equipment are running short. In San Antonio, CBS's Janet Chamlian reports on the effort to enforce a face mask mandate. Pastor Ron Arbaugh is full of regret after allowing members to embrace when his church, Calvary Chapel in Universal City, Texas, reopened in May. More than 50 people who were there have coronavirus, including Arbaugh's wife and the pastor himself. I wish I could go back and make a different decision now, but um, unfortunately I can't do that. Our boss says only about half his congregants were wearing masks. It was well before Governor Greg Abbott's mandate to wear them. Nacogdoches Sheriff Jason Bridges says he doesn't want to write citations, but deputies will remind people of the order. We believe in science. We're not anti-mask. Our jail staff has been wearing masks back in the jail since this thing has started. In Washington, there's a new focus on getting schools open in the fall. The White House Forum featured doctors, parents, teachers, administrators, and students like Cameron Vaughn from a California Catholic prep school. It means a lot to our emotional health and our mental health just to be out there with our friends. Those present expressed confidence that schools could mitigate COVID spread, but there was little discussion of how or talk about the impact on teachers who might be vulnerable. 
President Trump said some governors have, for political reasons, been reticent to send students back. We're going to be putting a lot of pressure on open your schools in the fall. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. A major university says party life on campus is effectively over. Tulane's dean of students says large parties may not just get you sick, they could get you thrown out of school. Her email warning comes after social media videos showed large groups of students during Fourth of July weekend without masks and with no social distancing. Dean Erica Woodley calls that behavior disrespectful, selfish, dangerous, indefensible, and, quote, truly shameful. She says anyone hosting a party or gathering with 15 or more people will be suspended or expelled. Peter King, CBS News. Excerpts of a new book about President Trump written by his estranged niece are out. The White House says it's filled with ridiculous and absurd accusations. CBS's Paula Reed. Mary Trump reveals a firsthand and intimate account of her famous uncle's upbringing and rise to become the most powerful man in the world. She lays out a case claiming that he is a narcissist. Using her background in clinical psychology, Mary Trump points to the president's relationship with his father, Fred, who she calls a sociopath. Saying the elder Trump perverted his son's perception of the world and damaged his ability to live in it and portrays a man who still, to this day, seeks his deceased father's approval. The book is published by Simon & Schuster, a division of Viacom CBS. Turns out Chief Justice John Roberts spent a night in a hospital last month after he fell and injured his forehead. CBS's Jan Crawford covers the Supreme Court. He hit his head while he was, quote, walking for exercise near his home, according to the Supreme Court. The injury required some sutures and, quote, at an abundance of caution, The chief justice stayed in the hospital overnight. He was discharged the next morning. The court says doctors believe the fall was caused by lightheadedness caused by dehydration, not a seizure. Roberts had suffered seizures that led to falls in 1993 and 2007. Mexico's president is in the U.S. to visit President Trump. It's Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador's first trip outside his country since taking office. And it's largely to boost the new North American trade deal, Canada's Justin Trudeau decided not to attend. New developments in the story of an alleged racial attack in Bloomington, Indiana. Attorney Catherine Leal represents the black man who says a group of whites assaulted him near a lake with one calling for a noose. An official investigation has been opened up by the FBI and they are investigating this as a hate crime. She says state officials didn't act rapidly enough when told of the incident. No arrests have been made. Now to Fort Myers, Florida. You're, you're I feel threatened. You're coming close Back to me. Threat me again. The explosive scene at a Costco when a man was told by someone at the store he should be wearing a face mask as store policy dictates. The man's employer, an insurance agency, has now fired him. And in California. Asian piece of Oh, my God. A tech CEO has apologized for that profane rant aimed at an Asian-American family at a restaurant. Michael Lofthouse runs the Solid 8 company. In the mid-1990s, Mary Kay Letourneau was at the center of a scandal. I did something that I had no right to do, morally or legally. Her guilty plea in Washington state for raping her former sixth grade student She went to prison. They later married and had two children. Others word Letourneau has died at 58 of cancer. She told her story in a book that became a TV movie.
There's a new threat lurking in the waters off Hawaii. This is a nuisance seaweed. And it's killing part of pristine coral reef in one of the nation's most protected ocean environments. University of Hawaii scientist and lead researcher Allison Sherwood says a discovery was made when NOAA scientists surveyed the area last summer. We don't have a name for this alga. That's rare. You don't typically find something coming into an environment and causing this level of alarm and simply not knowing what it is or where it might have come from. Officials say they're worried about the species being inadvertently introduced to other islands by ships and divers. Bill Rakoff, CBS News. I am taking the red hat off. Kanye West tells Forbes magazine saying he no longer supports President Trump and he insisted he is serious about his own run for president, something he dropped last weekend on social media. West also tells the magazine he had been sick with COVID-19 and would be suspicious of vaccines developed to fight it. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. I'm Mo Rocca, and I'm excited to announce season four of my podcast, Mobituaries. I've got a whole new bunch of stories to share with you about the most fascinating people and things who are no longer with us. From famous figures who died on the very same day to the things I wish would die, like buffets. Listen to Mobituaries with Mo Rocca on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.